Welcome to Finding Certainty with your host and U.S. Army veteran, Patrick Lang. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Patrick and his expert guests how to attract more certainty into your business and your life. Now, here is your host, Patrick Lang. Welcome back, everybody. You're with Finding Certainty here on Voice America Business. And I'm very honored to have our special guest today, Dr. Mary Lee. Thanks for being here, Dr. Lee. I really appreciate you making the time to spend little, spend your morning with us. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. It's definitely our pleasure. So uh, before anything, happy Veterans Day. Any of you veterans out there, um, you've heard before, if you've listened to my show, that I'm a, a U.S. Army veteran myself, and we're a veteran-owned company uh, here at Certainty Management, uh, our consulting firm in Henderson, Nevada. So if you are a veteran, if you uh, know a veteran, all of us have been blessed by veterans. I hope you'll reach out and say thanks for your service to to those that are in your circle of network or your circle of influence. Um, so Dr. Lee, you're, you're uh, with us from uh, Farmington Hills, uh, Michigan, right outside of Detroit. Is, uh, that's correct? Yes, I am. Well, I always like to start our show and share a couple of reasons why I've invited this specific guest with us. Um, I don't go into a large bio, but uh, just so you all know, Dr. Lee is a, she's an entrepreneur. She's a businesswoman. She's raised millions of dollars throughout her lifetime, writing grants and and uh, raising funding for various programs. We're going to be talking about a couple of those today. Uh, she's a community leader that has been sig significantly involved in her community and helping improve things across the country in a number of different ways. Was very involved in uh, President Barack Obama's campaign. Actually, worked in both of his uh, his campaigns. And um, she's uh, over the last I won't say how many years, but Dr. Lee has been. Uh, an influencer in many ways. And we're going to be talking today about some of the ways she's making a difference today. It's, it's very interesting. Dr. Lee and I met when we were both at the CEO summit at Lynch, uh, back in uh, Lynchburg, Virginia, at Liberty University last month. And we got to be friends. And when I heard about what she's working on and what she's both what she's done in her life and what she's doing, I was really impressed. So Two main reasons she's on Finding Certainty Day. First and foremost is her story is fascinating of how she got to where she is today and what she's accomplished in her life. And, but the second part is that she is making a difference in ways that most people can't even imagine. She is um, she's not just resting on her laurels or or enjoying her retirement or or um, just letting moss grow under her. She is actively working to affect change in communities, especially lower income communities across America. So, so Dr. Lee, um, do you mind just telling us a little bit about your backstory? Where, where did you grow up? Tell us a little bit about your, your family. I know you're, you, you said your mom was the, uh, the matriarch in the family, very much a force to be reckoned with. I know your father, though, you learned lessons from both of them. So do you mind just telling us a little bit 
about your backstory, and then we're going to get into what you're doing today. Yes, I will. Thank you. Thank you so much. No problem. And again, uh, a happy Veterans Day to to all of you out there. And we certainly had a number of veterans in our own family, which I whom I honor today. So uh, thank you for serving. Thank you. Well, I started. I was born in in uh, Benton Harbor, Michigan, just a little you know uh, town in in uh, in the state of Michigan. Uh, during a time when uh, it was, I would say the population was a probably about maybe less than 10% uh, African-American, less than 10%. And today it's probably 100%, almost, I'd say it's, it's just completely uh, changed. When I graduated, by the time I graduated uh, from high school, I was, I, I would say the percentages were, were still probably about the same, just a little bit more. My my high school graduate graduate class was uh, more than six hundred, almost seven hundred. Today, the graduating class is under uh, one hundred or around one hundred to let you see and understand the difference. I bring this up simply because it has such a my um, my schooling in this city of Benton Harbor had a, in my graduation. Uh, final years had a a huge impact on where and how I got to where I am today, which is why which is why I bring that up to my parents. My mom was a was the disciplinarian of the family, very strong woman. Um, never she worked about ten years of her life because my dad wanted her primarily. He wanted to be the the the, the provider. He he wanted to do everything that he felt a man should do and he did my dad was a um he never learned to read or write you know very very well because by the time he was six years old he had to go and and plow mules as what is what he would share with us he had to plow mules on the farm he lost his mom at birth and wow. uh and a twin brother at birth um, so that had a huge impact on where he ended up in life. His day lost his dad by the time he was four years old. And so he was kind of going around and here and there, uh, where he, where whomever would take him in, whether it be a family member or, or someone else until ultimately he really lost total contact with his biological family. He, you know, so to this day, we don't know all, we don't understand and know all of our roots because of that loss. And so, but um he instilled in us the 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 value of education. I can tell you that where I'm at today at and as and in education, you know, to to the level of doctorate level, there's no way my dad was the, the strongest influence because that is what he urged us to do. That was so valuable to him because he never received it. So I, I attribute that, but both of my parents were very encouraging. We were humble, uh, you know, home. We, my parents, my dad, public assistance. Uh, no, he he would work three or four jobs before he would do that. 
come from a family of 10. Um, today, we have, uh, we have seven left in our family of siblings, parents are gone, but they, I do attribute that them to where I am today. Very strong black family. Uh, the way that we live in the city of Benton Harbor and in the city of Detroit, uh, you know, I thought we were, I, I, I thought we were quite well off um, because there were never ever any type of indication that we were lacking anything. We, we received love, we, we had what we needed and, um, you know, very proud, happy family. Right. Yes. You know, my, my wife grew up on a farm, um, spent much of her time in Idaho and uh, central Oregon. She's the oldest of 10 children. And I think when you have a large family like that, it, it there's so many great things that come out of it. There's the camaraderie and the, and the familial support, but also with your, your father working in agriculture, working on the farms in, in the Southern States, I can't imagine that he he didn't instill in you a work ethic that maybe you wouldn't have gotten any other way. I mean, he maybe didn't have the education. He he believed in education, but I'm sure he was, I mean, obviously was a hard worker. And isn't that interesting how we grow up and all the time as kids, we don't even know that we're poor. You know, we, we if we have, mm -hmm. we have love, we have, you know, we, it, it's like, you know, we, we by comparison, we don't really realize it until we get a little bit older. We we may know that we we don't have the name brand clothes or shoes or something when we're going to school. But but isn't it so true that when you have love, you have an example, you have support, you have your basic needs taken care of. Many times, that's really all we need to grow up well-rounded and uh, contributing members of society, which you obviously have done. I'm sure your siblings have as well. So. Yes. Um, I, I read somewhere about your mother where she she did go to school. She graduated, but wasn't able to graduate because of the, the Jim Crow laws at the, at the time. Is that right? That is correct. Yes. My mom did go through her 12 years of, of, of schooling, all 12 years, you know, 12th grade completed, but never graduated. She never received a diploma. Uh, you know, from the from the school, she never understood why. Though as a kid, yeah. growing up, I mean, she was an adult before she really knew, you know, that it was because of Jim Crow laws, and mm -hmm. she wasn't. And this was in the state of Mississippi. Wow, I I, I give my mom a hard time, and it's kind of our family joke because she's a high school dropout with a master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, yes. she got tired of. Uh, she just got tired of high school, and so she she left a year early and just went to college. And back then, mm -hmm. it's a little easier to get in, I guess. But now she has a master's degree. She was an honors English professor. She's, you know, highly accomplished CEO yeah. of the company that they franchised all over the all over the world, but or all over the country. But it's a, it's kind of a inside joke. And she uh, dropped out of high mm -hmm. school, but has a master's degree. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um my situation, you know, we, the first three years, um, up, well, up to, that's a kindergarten, first, second, that was in Benton Harbor. And then, um, we moved to Detroit where, you know, my, 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 I felt always, there's a teacher, Mr. Richardson in the third grade. 
Mr. Richards was our audit, our we call that auditorium class teacher, you know, drama and, and uh, journalism, you know, at, in third grade. He was my best teacher, I always say. Um, uh, so I, I did go to Cast Tech High, but then after, then we went back to Benton Harbor before uh, I graduated. And so I was graduating out of Benton Harbor High School, which is which which is the story I started to tell. And um, and I was always an honor student, always. Unfortunately, however, in this community of very few blacks, um, <clears throat> my counselor and uh, her name was Alice Heckathorn. For more than a year. Maybe, maybe a year, almost like a year and a half, I would trump in and out of her, her counselors out of the counseling center, seeking and asking and, and trying to find out where I was going to college, you know, how to go to college. Coming from a family right. of being the first high school graduate, um, where do I go to college? How do I go to college? We didn't know because our family, our family was not at that, um, at that educational, you know, that, that, that level didn't know. We, right. we just didn't know, but she never it. told me. She never told me. I was, uh, let's say I was an honor student. I did shorthand between 140, 150 words a minute, a type 100 and over uh, to almost 120 words a minute, unbelievably. Um, and, and with 100% transcription, um, you know, transcribed at accuracy. And, um, so I landed not in college, but I landed at a Whirlpool Corporation. This is where my school, um, they felt that, oh, well, you know, push me on into corporate America with my skills. And right. then I could, um, and, and as one of, as the first executive black secretary at, at, um, Whirlpool Corporation, that's not what I wanted. Uh, I wanted to go to college. And so, and, and, and how I did eventually go to college, you know, ran into my, my African American, my history teacher. His name was Mr. Arnold Smith. And Mr. Arnold Smith, he's like, what, what school are you going to? Uh, I'm not in school. Uh, I'm not in college. Why are you not in college? I don't know why. I don't know why I'm not in college. Um, no one ever, you know, I didn't know whether you, you went from, from, from uh, high school to college the same as you, you know, you would be transferred to your local uh, from elementary to junior high, et cetera. So I didn't know what to expect. No one told me. And, you know, after I say a year, you know, of, of back and forth in my seeking that information, and Mr. Smith, tears just welled up in his eyes. And he was a white, he was my, he was a white teacher. Most of our teachers were white. Uh, I think maybe all of mine were. And so he, um, he gave me his phone number. And, and his address and say, come to see me and I will help you to go to college. Wow. He's the reason why I was able to go to college. 
That's great. Isn't that, um, isn't that a, just an eternal principle that so often we don't do what we could do because we don't know where to start. And what mm-hmm. we really need is a mentor. We need someone yeah. to just who's been down that path, who has the experience, has the connections to just help us get mm-hmm. point, pointed in the right direction sometimes, right? Exactly. Let alone opening a door or making an introduction or or so forth. And I think it's one of the, the things I love about you, Dr. Lee, and from the moment we met, I mean, literally in the first few minutes of speaking, I thought this woman is a mentor extraordinaire. You've mentored so many ch- kids and so many nonprofits and and just it was really impressive to me and so i'm not surprised you had a great mentor like that that helped you get on the right path and now you're 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 continuing and and paying it forward in your own life and that was just one of the things that really drew drew you to me and made me want to have you on the show because (laughs) you're such a great example of that so so we're coming up on our our first break, but do you mind explaining what the, all the initials behind your name are? I know there's <laughs> you've got um What do they all stand for? Just okay, for ba- Bachelor's of Science, I think, uh, is on there. Um, Master's in Divinity, uh, Educational Specialist, PhD, and that was in Education, Administration, and Leadership. And what does the CD stand for? What is that one? That one is, uh, CD is candidate. Okay. CD is candidate. Yes. I wasn't sure on that one. Um, yes. You know, I know you worked very hard to get your PhD and, and your master's and you're a pastor. You're an ordained pastor as well. Yes, yes I am. And, and so, that is with the um, Pentecostal Assemblies of the World. Fantastic. Well, we're uh, we're up against our first break. Uh, I'm enjoying our conversation, getting to know you a little bit better. I do think your story of a strong mother and a father who taught you such great principles and and mentors like your teacher who helps you get 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 to college and get on that path. I think just a great example, as I said, is something you're definitely paying forward. So, when we come back from our break, everyone. Um, we are going to talk a little bit about the program that and programs that Dr. Lee is involved in today. I think they're really important. I wanted to help her get the message out. We're visiting with Dr. Mary Lee, who is the founder and president of the Neighborhood Commerce Institute. And really the story of the of NCI is really her life story in a very real sense. So we'll be right back. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. Thanks again for being here, Dr. Lee. Thank you. And hold tight. Certainty management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. 
Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888 684 3122 to learn more today. That's 888 684 3122. Visit us on the web at certaintyteam.com. That's certainty, T E A M, like Mary.com. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back, everybody. We're visiting with Dr. Mary Lee from the Detroit, Michigan area about her backstory and leading to being a really influential community leader, entrepreneur, uh, nonprofit uh, owner, and more. Now, we were talking before the break, uh, Dr. Lee, about your time at Whirlpool. And I know you went on to, to spend a, a, several years involved in uh, in government with with uh, city of San Jose. Is that is that correct? That's correct. You were sharing with me just how involved you were with uh, not only at Whirlpool, uh, Whirlpool Corporation initially, but then later in chambers of commerce in congressional meetings. I mean, you were there when the zip codes were created, right? When gentrification started being planned. I mean, yes. when plans to start doing business with China were planned, and so forth and so on. I mean, you. You've seen a lot of things happen in the last several years. Um, I mean, I know you you were integrally involved in the strategic planning, the business plans, the organized collaborations with chambers of commerce. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, do you mind just talking about that for a minute? I know you worked at several levels of government and the things that you learned and the insights you gained, I think, really helped frame who you are today. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Um, you're, you're, you're right. My uh, skill sets, the shorthand, the typing, the, the transcription accuracy always landed me in the boardrooms of corporations and uh, the boardrooms and the presidential suites where uh, all of the planning takes place. Uh, First off, um, very young, a very, very young, because I didn't, as I, as I share with you, I went straight to corporate America and, uh, and uh, recording the minutes of the plans, the various different planning for the communities. And many people don't understand or know that um, Chambers of Commerce is, is where the corporate 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 leaders, where the presidents and the boards all come together to plan economically for the communities, not just for their local communities, but also you know you know you know the cities, the counties, the states, nationally. Right. You know this this planning takes place in within the chambers of commerces. Where the, which is a membership organization. And uh, 
that, that comes together with all of their business people. So yes, I was there when the first initiatives for, um, for designing and developing zip codes, because years ago, they, they, there were codes or state codes or area codes that would you'd put on mail like a, only like a one number. It was only like a one number. And so then the zip codes is where the red lining started, okay? The red lining because they wanted to, to, um, to develop a system to mark and it be known nationwide by the um, corporate, by, by the corporate leaderships, you know, the, uh, corporations or businesses. So we'll know, you know, which neighborhoods and who lived in those neighborhoods, you know, by the number, the zip codes. So it was the beginning of redlining, okay? Right. And um, the zip codes, and people don't know that. Uh, I was there doing minutes and organizing paperwork when the planning was taking place to, um, to move jobs. I look our jobs here into into China, uh, uh, literally, in order to um, you know lower the cost for labor, you know, and so as many jobs or assembly and and the you know the work that is going on in China right now today, that and shipped back here, you know, mm -hmm. manufacturing. I was in the boardrooms and in those corporate meetings while that was going on. I was responsible not only for the minutes, they discovered that I was very good at strategic planning, that I was very good at, you know, writing and, and pulling, actually organizing the collaborations. I could, I could do it on paper. I could listen to what they wanted and be able to actually write a business plan, develop a business plan. I, I wrote the first, I wrote the first business plan for um, what probably led to Uber today, which was the dollar ride. You know, one of the, one of the board members from the city, you know, wanted to create a dollar ride where someone could just call a phone number, you know, and get a ride to the door. Right. That was back in the late sixties. Wow. Okay. And I wrote that business plan and wanted, it was $25,000 for a pastor, Mr. Wilbur Brown. To this day, you know, that has, that, that development has been attributed to him in the state of Michigan with, under the Wilbur Brown Transportation, Department of Transportation. I wrote that business plan. And That's so brilliant. this all, this all was discovered. And so throughout the years, um, throughout the years, you know, I'm, my skills developed, my, my, my knowledge, my understanding of economic development could only grow. Right. And, and so I was able to, now I'm going to talk about the city of San Jose. There, I was assistant to the chief city attorney. Okay. There were 45 attorneys in the department. There were more than 30 paralegals. Everything had to cross my desk. 
Absolutely right. everything, every bit, you know, your 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 planning, the city building, all of that had to cross my desk. And so what do I acquire? I acquire the ability literally to run a city, a huge city, <laughs> uh, financially, econ- economically, and in, in, in development. I, I understood the 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 bonding, your new market tax credits, you know what. Any developer or anyone who wants to build any type of entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship would need to know. Right. Okay. And you learned, so, all about, you learned all about bonding. You learned about fundraising. I mean, how, how did you get into then writing grants and raising the millions and millions of dollars that I know you have? Because that, that leads us to our your project that you're now involved in that is so interesting. We want to get to that. Okay. As, as our I, I learned right there in the job here. just by doing it, just by doing it. Um, it, it. I guess it comes naturally. I had never written a, a business plan before I wrote the um, Wilbur Brown business plan for the dollar ride. And I, I just say it's a gift, you know, yeah. a gift from God. I, God, how do I do this? And, you know, and it comes to me from 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 the almighty, from our creator. Isn't that isn't that how it usually goes? We draw from our upbringing and our personal experience. We're mm-hmm. surrounded by mentors and others who are better at what they do than we are, and we learn from them. I mean, they mm-hmm. say you're the sum total of the five people we spend the most time with. They say, and but then in the middle of it all, we receive inspiration, personal revelation, insight. You know, and I, I call divine choreography takes place and. Mm-hmm. All the pieces start coming together, and it definitely has obviously happened in in your life. But yes, that really brings us to your project now, where you started the Neighborhood Commerce Institute about twenty years ago. And why don't you take just a minute or two and tell us about NCI, and then let's get into before we run out of time here. We would definitely want to get into the iGames project that you're involved with because you're the first woman. Of your age, I've ever talked to that was involved in esports, <laughs> <laughs> and that really caught my attention. So uh, let's talk about that. But t- tell us a little okay. bit about NCI okay. first, and then let's get okay. into the iGames story. Okay, so Neighborhood Commerce Institute I created yes about twenty years ago as my mechanism to reach um, the Black community with the and you know the black community low income the underserved entrepreneurs uh you know uh for economic development you know to bring the skills and abilities uh the development the collaborations to show you know other communities the communities that have been uh, underserved and gentrified you know, what and how to reach their own dreams, you know, to bring economic and, and build you know, within um, their own communities. And so that was the purpose of NCI. Uh, for the past 20 years, you know, it, 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 I haven't been, um, even though we've been developing in the, in the Black community and in the underserved communities, Still, most of the work, most of most of the um, the the development has been 
outside of the community. Okay, everything is done on a consulting basis. However, you know, I've still been able to impact by providing services to uh, corporate America, you know, to the foundations, to to those that are, are you know, sound and, and, and financially established and, and um, to be able to, to meet their own dreams, their own ways of giving back, you know, to the communities. And so that's where that has been. Out of that, I, it has brought me to the, um, the iGames um, faith-based funding league. Right. If I may, um, I like how you you refer to NCI as a liaison organization between families, entrepreneurs, small businesses, and investors, organizations, yes. others that can provide support. So that um, you said, and I've heard it referred to as a grassroots economic development support system. It's like a it's like an incubator, right, for businesses. Yes, nationwide, even worldwide. I know you're yes. involved with with Ward Holdings and their projects with uh, of bringing opportunity to Africa and bringing importing uh, yes. cashews and and food and other things. You're involved with Lloyd Ward and and their project, and so it's not just a a, a national focus. You're actually making a difference overseas as well. Yes. Um, so this background of being this liaison and using all your experience of, of, of learning how to run a city and learning how to do business plans and so forth, it's really morphed into this latest project, which is the iGames Faith-Based Funding League. Um, let's talk a little bit about that because I know it's getting a lot of support. It's supported by the Funding League, by EACL, the eSports, as I was saying, you know, um, you don't usually talk to someone who's in their fifties, you sixties, know, or above who is involved in gaming and in in esports. So, you know, I thought, wow, this lady's amazing. This lady's incredible. She's 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 talking about uh, gaming and sports and these kids and these this coalition. You've got your your, your own nonprofit, the the um, um, honoring the uh, dead. Homies, it's called our Dead Homie Dreams of Our Dead Homies Coalition, correct? Yes, that's correct. And that is your nonprofit. It's even an additional organization that's focused on reducing and eliminating the violence in the black neighborhoods. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Really established in honor of your own. Was it your nephew or or nephews? Yes. Yes. That they're definitely a part of it. Yes. So you have so just to help us understand, you have NCI, which is this liaison organization creating opportunity within the communities. You have the mm -hmm. um, honoring the dead homies coalition. I love the name, mm -hmm. and uh, that's your nonprofit to, to designed to reduce the violence in the neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And then you've now partnered with iGames as a way to help create funding in a really unique and, and fun way that uh, can help create this opportunity, can help kind of, it's kind of the, it was kind of the missing piece, right? Because yeah. obviously the more funding you have, the more good you can do. The number one need most nonprofits have is more funding. That's why we help raise funding with our with our company, Certainty Management. But uh, tell, tell us how iGames works. And I, I, 
Okay. You know, we're, we're coming up on another break here, but let's talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to talk about what you're looking for. I know you need volunteers out there and there's a huge opportunity for them. So um, neighborhood commerce is here, as you say, a liaison between say, you, you go to these conference meetings and you kind of get lost, right? After the meeting, where do you go? So when we're present there, you can always come to us afterwards. And because we're keeping track of the providers, the vendors who are there, you know, all the promises that are made by our presenters and those of us who go to connect. Okay, so we're the connection. The uh, And we have done uh, international, you know, to all over the, 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 the world with advanced native missions, okay? Advanced native missions, so I, you know, I consider that my, my, my uh, flagship uh, 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 international project because we worked and, and were able to get funding and set up this system, you know, for all over the world, not just Africa, but all, all countries. That's phenomenal. Anyone look up Advancing Native Missions and, and you'll see the work that is on the ground, you know, outside of the U.S. Okay, now to the funding league. Think of, when you think of, think of the funding league, I always say, it is uh, a system, a platform uh, similar to your Girl Scout cookies, okay? Your your Girl Scouts, they have a cookie, they have cookies as their fundraiser. Um, the Funding League has a, um, a gift card for gaming and, and has created a game, family-friendly gaming and uh, provides a gift card subscription as their, you could say, uh, Girl Scout cookie or to replace your, your pies, your cakes, and all of theirs. The fundraiser is phenomenal. Uh, it was created, the funding league was created by uh, a, a former NFL football player and his daughter. His daughter was is a prodigy, just a genius in quantitative finance. She actually designed the uh, financial plan, and the plan provides for the gaming subscription that provides for funding to funnel back into the uh, Black community, you know, as grants. So all the monies that, that come through and from the selling of the Girl Scout cookie or the <laughs> gift card subscription it's coming back. The company gives back 50%, literally probably more, but it comes back 50% to the grassroots nonprofit organizations and entrepreneurs within the Black community. It's been set up to revive economically the Black community, the underserved. You know, but it's it's for every it's it's for all it's, it's it's international. So, no, I wasn't into uh, gaming online, except for with my children, my grandchildren. <laughs> you know, that's that was the extent of what I know about gaming. However, today I do own a league. It's the iGames faith based of funding league and that monies the monies that we 
get from there, then we'll, it, we will take that money and provide grants to, um, to uh, again, nonprofits and Dreams of Our Dead Homies and uh, Program Coalition. And that right. coalition is to uh, address the killing of black, young black men to other, you know, to young black men. We want to uh, provide, you know, so many dreams and, 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 and how this really came about where, okay. Dr. Lee, let me cut you off for a minute. Okay. We're going to go to a break. We're up against our break. And then I want okay. you to continue as soon as we come back. Um, okay. We're speaking with Dr. Mary Lee. She's the founder and president of Neighborhood Commerce Institute. She's involved in several other projects. As you've been hearing, if you've been with us, we'll be we'll be right back. I'm sorry to cut you off, but nope. we're up against our break, and we will be back momentarily and continue the conversation. Okay. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888 684 3122 to learn more today. That's 888 684 3122. Visit us on the web at certaintyteam.com. That's certainty, T E A M, like Mary.com. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty. T-E-A-M, like Mary.com. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back. We're visiting with Dr. Mary Lee, entrepreneur, philanthropic strategist, and founder of Neighborhood Commerce Institute International, otherwise known as NCI. Uh, Dr. Lee, before the break, we were talking a little bit about um, your involvement with the iGames Faith-Based Funding Institute. It's a uh, uh, it's a little bit of a, a mouthful, but there are. <laughs> There's a lot of meaning in that name, right? We're talking about esports. Uh, it's a mm -hmm. obviously gaming is a multi-trillion-dollar industry, and I think the fact that you have figured out a way to tap into that space and use it for good is extraordinary. You know, one of the purposes of, of our show, uh, Finding Certainty, is focusing on. Uh, influencers and businesses and organizations like your own that are making a difference and doing so in ways that are uh, that are outside the box. I'm, I'm a firm believer that for us to 
progress, us to do more as businesses and nonprofits, we need to be willing to change. We need to be willing to evolve and think outside the box. We also need to work together. And what you're doing with the iGames um, and with the Funding League is exactly that. It's it's creating a way to to use the resources available in this massive, massive industry and work together to make a difference. So um, I want to come back to um, dreams of our dead homies as well. But first, let's get into, since we are uh, running short on time, the show ends in just a few minutes here, but mm. let's let's get into how the iGames works in a little more detail. I know you're looking for personally, just with your league, you've been given a thousand seats that are available to uh, to players who can invest in this uh, this uh, subscription card to the to the games. It's only two hundred and forty dollars a year, it's twenty dollars a month, so it's really affordable. But out of that, you're looking for volunteers who want to come in and be involved. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I know that's your big push right now is finding those who would like to be involved. But there. Okay. Uh, say volunteers, but there's actually an opportunity for someone to earn income with it by being involved, by taking on more responsibility. Can can you talk about the different tiers and how that works? Okay. Yeah, this is a lot to cover in such a short time, but the uh, I gain space based funding uh, coalition, excuse me, um, funding league. It is it. There there one thousand major seats, so you can you can I'll just call those CEOs. Each each one thousand uh, CEOs will be managing ten. Uh, will, will be managing ten minimum uh, middle managers, okay, or tournament hosts, okay. And so you that's seventy thousand, okay. No, excuse me, ten thousand, right? Right. And so then ten thousand will be managing. Each ten thousand will be managing five nonprofits, okay, to help those nonprofits to be a success. So we're talking a total here of of, of one team, okay, think of these as a team. We got 1,000 teams. Each team is made up of 61 total, okay, 61 team members. And uh, and each, each 60, each team will be uh the very minimum requirement is to um you know is to sell uh for over a period of one year nineteen thousand I think nineteen thousand and some um gift gift cards okay right. gift gaming cards and then that as I said but what we our uh, our well, we realized from the sale, the profit will go right back into the funding of Dreams of Our Dead Homies. And what we're doing with that is we're creating and we're gifting, we're giving um, uh, families of those who have lost a loved one, their own nonprofit organization, be it a foundation or a uh, community development corporation, whatever whatever they would want, it would be nonprofit in order to keep their loved ones, their lost ones, dreams alive. So if a young man dream is to be 
an NFL player, then their organization can uh, can focus on that and with and and bring in. We would then provide the mentorship, all that a a young man's uh or uh, would need or or young girl too I uh, would need in order to fulfill their dream. Are they having family issues? You know, they need help in school. You know, whatever they would need. So it's it's a case a case management based type of services, you know, within that that particular nonprofit organization. And so, and we're giving that. They, there's no charge. We're giving the support and we're going to be finding all the funding that they that they need in order to to be successful. That is a gift to the family of the ones who have lost their loved ones. That is how the dreams of our dead homies operate. Now, what is going on right now, and I kind of want to get this here in, is that I um we're 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 actively working with the US Department of Agriculture, HUD, um, and other government uh agents, you know, agencies in order to um Department of Education, Homeland Security, DOJ, Boys and Girls Club. I mean, you were going over the list and it just goes on and on and on. Yes. And and this is to uh, provide the platform. The platform has been adopted. The, the, the funding lead platform has been adopted as a uh, as the tool or platform for teaching STEM and STEAM. Okay. So we have more than 32, uh, about 3,200 locations within the, within the country um, and, and 3.6 million children and their families. So as we speak right now, we've got over 10 million uh, people to serve, you know, through STEM, you know, because, you know, teaching STEM. Right. This is where we are needing people, volunteers, you know, nonprofits, leaders, mentors, case management type of people, social work type of people, uh, to to join neighborhood commerce. We need representatives. Neighborhood commerce is a community development corporation. We do have others to develop their own community development corporations and uh, community development financial institutions and other types of financial institutions. Uh, so what we're looking for right now today, we want a minimum of 20 NCI representatives in every state so that we can fulfill a, a and, 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 and this STEM project, you know, and, and it, and it, it, we do have the, um, the support, the the backing, the uh, of the government, and so we would we would like we're looking for for volunteers, and of course we need money too. Uh, you know, foundations and organizations, um, corporations to 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 sponsor us to to help get this thing going. It is already going, and so it's not that it's not going, but it is already going. And uh, we we want to service these people. Right now, we have, as I say, a minimum of ten over ten million plus 
And uh, and it, it's an opportunity for those who have their own organizations to even grow. Right. You know, you you can you can grow. You, what what we have access to and services that we provide. You know, we we're there for your dreams as well. It started with remember. It started with Wilbur Brown's dream. It had never he'd never known of a dollar ride service. I was able to see and feel his dream and created the business plan that won this dream funding first $25,000 that today has provided millions and millions and millions of jobs. Right. Well, as a precursor to Uber, and it's a multi-billion dollar idea today. And uh, yes. so just in summary, since we're we're up against the close of our show, um, Dr. Mary Lee has um, been able to put together this opportunity for nonprofits to have access to funding in a unique way with the gaming industry, this multi-trillion dollar industry, and it's created an opportunity for uh, those who would like to take a bigger role as a CEO or celebrity host, as she calls them, or uh, others who would like to be a um, a tournament host um, or be a volunteer. It's an ingenious idea, Dr. Lee, because you're tapping into resources and you're sharing the workload. One CEO finds, you know, works with 10 hosts who work with just five nonprofits each. That's not very many. And yet out of that, you could you can raise millions and millions of dollars that can come back into the communities, back into helping uh, helping these families who've who've lost a loved one to violence continue their dreams. There's just so much good out of this whole beautiful um, concept and, and program. And so and if it's if it's not proof enough, we are out of time, but if it's not proof enough, the fact that you have HUD and you have uh, EACL and and the government and and so many behind you. The biggest need she has, everybody, is she needs volunteers. She needs those who would like to get in, mentor these kids, learn the dashboard, support them, help them get involved and take part in this. And so much good, so many ripple effects can come out of it. So just in closing, Dr. Lee, how can people get a hold of you? How can they learn more? Okay, you can... Um... Actually, 571-251-5193. Text, call, or, or send a voicemail. 571-251-5193. All right. And what's the best website for them to go to? Uh, it's neighborhoodcommerceinstitute.com. www.neighborhoodcommerceinstitute.com. Just as it sounds. All right. Well, thanks so much for being with us today, Dr. Lee. I'm really, uh, really honored to know you and excited about the program. Um, anyone out there who would like to do some good and and give back, if you're interested in being a part, I mean, all of our kids play video games. This is a way to actually put it to good use <laughs> and make a difference, rather than just be a a, a time waster or a uh, you know or a uh, a distraction you know this can actually be a way we know they're going to play we know that's what they want to do it's what interests them so let's use it for good and yes. make a difference in our communities so 
Thanks so much. Thanks for being on Finding Certainty today, Dr. Lee. Always a pleasure. And it's my honor to have you today. Thank you. I certainly appreciate being here and uh, appreciate your audience. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Next week, we're going to be hearing from uh, Mr. Ken York. He's the CEO of LifeExec. It's a uh, extraordinary program that can help you afford benefits in your small businesses. So don't don't miss. Please come back. We look forward to having you again on Finding Certainty. And that's all for today. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Finding Certainty. We hope you've gained some more insight into how to create more certainty in your own business or nonprofit. Join us next week for another taste of the certainty experience. Until then, we wish you greater certainty in all that you do.